Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew Davis, and I want to welcome you to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll actually improve your vision the longer you listen. I want to take a moment to thank you for joining me today, and I've got some great information lined up for you. So relax and tune in, because we're about to begin. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. And today I want to talk a little bit more about uh, strategies for success in the second half of the year. And the reason I'm bringing this up is we are officially in the second half of 2019 now, with it being July. And one of the things I think is important to do is no different than what I was just talking about on um, just a couple episodes back, celebrate your Wednesday, uh, whether it's the middle of the week on actually Wednesday or not, um, to have that time where you celebrate those wins because one of the most important things to do is to assess your progress, assess uh, the journey that you've been on for uh, a period of time. I've talked about that uh, extensively and how reflection can be a key component of actually learning how to see better, taking that time out to actually understand what's been going on in your world and really just kind of encapsulate it, run the tape, study the film uh, from your memories. What, who'd you see? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Right? What were the uh, most impactful things that took place? And instead of looking at that on a daily or an even weekly or monthly basis, now we're halfway through the year. We got a good six months of, of, of information and results that we can look at, especially for you goal setters out there that are, that are planning, that are uh, you know, setting those uh, rocks that you're going to crush uh, in any given period of time. It is essential to celebrate those wins and also look at it as how you are going to go into uh, the locker room at halftime and make those course corrections and those few adjustments that might be necessary to get back on track uh, for the second half. And if you're already on the path for success or exceeding um, the objectives that you set, even more spectacular, right? don't be, don't be that second half team that, that just figures they have it in the bag and they let off the gas and you come up short of your goal. No, keep pouring it on strong until you run through the finish line and hit your goal. Um, but for those of, of us that may find ourselves in a, in a scenario where we feel like we haven't quite made the progress we want, maybe we're having a, you know, a low turnout on the success um, stats, But the reality of it is the fact that you're still showing up to participate, to compete, to contribute, to make an effort to reach your own goals is half the battle. It's it's the fact that you're showing up. It's the fact that you are continuing to want to duke it out because you know that the goals you have set for yourself are worthy of attainment. And regardless of where you are in your attainment against those goals, again, in the second half, you can have your strategy set for success by just looking at a few basic things. And I wanted to touch on those briefly. And they really just have to do with awareness. Self-awareness is going to be key here. How are we able to look into the mirror in a different set of areas in our lives and just kind of understand what's going on, right? So let's, let's take it and break it down a little bit further. Um, how are we feeling right now, right? How are we feeling? Are we feeling good about how the first half is gone? It's it's a fair question, right? To really assess it, are we are we excited? 
Are we down? Are we frustrated? Are we just kind of neutral, right? We want to be able to assess those feelings because that's going to give us a little bit of a glimpse into what we've actually been thinking about. And if the feelings are any, any bit negative or like they're not good enough or the progress isn't there, one of the best ways around that or the best ways to attack that is to actually assess what's been going on. Um, assess the activities that have been taking place towards the goal because you want to know, is your time being spent on the things that matter most or are you focused on the things that matter least? You'll also want to take stock of who you've been hanging around, right? What sorts of associations are you uh, allowing to influence your path, right? Where are those people you're hanging around taking you, right? If you're trying to run a marathon and uh, everyone that you're hanging around has no interest in running whatsoever, as a matter of fact, they'd rather be just, you know, locked to the couch 24-7. That's not a compatibility of goals and objectives. So we have to think about some of those basic things that do those things line up. And if we find ourselves out of alignment, we must recognize what are we willing to give up to go up. As it comes to how well we're taking care of ourselves, you know, think of the basics. How are we sleeping, right? Um, sometimes in our most ambitious states, we can be so driven to reach our goals that we're not taking proper care of ourselves and even getting enough sleep. Yes, there's those short-term sprints um, when you're in grind mode and you're pushing to get something uh, done for uh, a unique, a unique instance, but it's just the 24/7 rule: grind, grind, grind with no rest. Um, you know, humans are amazing creatures. <laughs> We are amazing machines, but we will break down if we don't have proper care. So it is important to make sure we get the, the rest. And I know one thing that I had to learn uh, was just the importance of not really uh, so much getting the good sleep, but the benefit of getting to bed early enough that you can get up early and still be rested and be able to get that head start on the day and I won't you know go into a complete tangent about the value of waking up early and and how those mornings can be a true motivator um, I will share that when I didn't believe that and, and just thought it was better to be a night owl I had to come to grips with recognizing that if I thought my best thinking came at you know 10 11 12 o'clock at night because uh, I was used to being up late that could be an error in judgment simply for the fact that I might be driven to get things accomplished after you know the family's gone to bed and I see that as the opportunity to get things done but if I'm saving some of my best energy some of my best thinking some of my best attempts at um, applying additional effort to a goal or objective and that's all stacked at the end of the day how would it compare if the scenario was reversed? It was just a question I had asked myself to think through the logic of determining, is it actually worth it to me? If I could still get the same time that I get late at night that I spend to think and collaborate and brainstorm and plot on the things that are going to be key for us to do to get to where we're going if I were doing those same things at five in the morning six in the morning I might have a more energized result than doing them at 10 p.m. 11 p.m. or midnight both times are when everyone's in bed right 
both times give me the ability to be uh, in, a, in a zone where it's quiet and a peaceful surroundings where I can be alone with those thoughts to kind of create, right, and manifest those things that we want to bring into our world. But is it fair to think that for a moment that looking at doing all that on the front end when I've got a fresh tank of gas might be slightly advantageous and potentially more productive? And if all of that is true, could that or would that possibly be a better way to contribute towards building and designing the life of our dreams. So looking at what does your rest look like? Are you being able to fuel yourself properly? Do you need to be able to make adjustments in your schedule? Like I just mentioned, that was a double whammy. One was to be able to just, you know, get more sleep and two was to be able to shift the sleep schedule such that I could potentially optimize the, pro- the productive thinking time available to me. That makes sense? So the fuel that we put in our bodies is ever so critical. It's the one thing that we do every day, um, whether we're rich or poor, lazy or ambitious. Um, and I think it, it, I think actually in my personal opinion, it applies to both, both those examples. Um, and how well we take care of ourselves, right? Uh, you wouldn't go out and buy a Bentley or a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce and put regular unleaded gasoline in it. You want the fine performance fuels for the fine performance machine because it's built and designed for something greater, right? I don't look at my journey. I don't look at myself as the vehicle as anything average. The the objectives and goals that we have set for ourselves are far from average. We need far from average fuel that we consume to help us perform in our optimal state. Um, It is something to evaluate if we find ourselves in a position separate from where we want to be. And it's really just going through a checklist when you look at it. It's like, all right, how am I eating? How am I sleeping? Who am I hanging out with? Right? Um, What kind of inputs do I have into my life? Right? I was having a conversation uh, with someone recently about the topic of anxiety. And anxiety is a sensitive topic because it's it's unique um, because it's one of those things that can be fueled or triggered by a specific event. But as I'm almost starting to develop the opinion, it's as if that it can it can slowly be uh, cultivated by our inputs. I'll give you an example. Let's just say if we constantly watch the news all the time, right? Because it's a habit. It's on TV. We might watch TV. And if you look at the scenario where a lot of times some of that content can be disturbing of what some of the things going on in the world. Well, is it too far-fetched to think that some of the repeated exposure to this stream of bad things happening might create a sensation where right before the news comes on, if you're used to seeing bad stuff come on, you might get a little bit, you might anticipate negative news, right? Is that too far-fetched to think? And if that's not too far-fetched to think, is it fair to assume that there might be some natural anxiety that comes along with that expectation of bad news. And it was just crazy to think like, wow, you know, what if some instances of 
anxiety that people experience in the world has to do with the programmatic sources of input coming into their world. Meaning, if we're in environments where there's constantly um, information coming at us that makes us feel a certain way and the way isn't positive, hmm, what can we do to regulate that? What can we do to check that? What can we do to change that? What can we do to stop that, right? The two only seem to go hand in hand, but this is just yet another example to try and analyze how am I feeling? What are the things I'm thinking about? Have I had any instances in the last 30, 60, 90 days, 180 days, if we're talking about the first half of the year, that have have made me feel or think or be concerned about anything in particular, right? What's been on our mind? So as you start to look in all these different nooks and crannies, chances are we're gonna find some areas that, that can play a role in what our performance and what our activity looks like over the next six months. And so it's essentially a great time to perform your own self audit to what's going on in your life business-wise, what's going on in your life personally, so that you can at least get a better understanding of what might be an area to look at, right? Um, you know, if you have certain situations that, you know, they might just be, you know, blasting issue, 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 right? <laughs> you wake up every morning, you know, like 9.30 in the morning with a splitting headache, can't remember what happened the night before, you know, um, and that's happening day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. And there's a, a disconnect or confusion <laughs> around why some things might not be going the way you want then that could be one area to look into. Like, all right, what can I do to wake up feeling a different way, right? Could that be correlated to some of the success I'm having? Maybe you wake up with a splitting headache, but everything's going great in your world. Maybe that's not the area that you need to focus on. So really all I'm saying is the second half strategies for success, they have to do with going back to the lab, going back to the drawing board, looking at what those original goals are, assessing where we are against them and what changes need to be made. And it just so happens that when we're in goal setting mode, sometimes when we're trying to become the person required to do the things to have what you have once the goal is attained, you're still in that discovery process. So sometimes you need to do the exploring. Sometimes we all have to take that step back and say, what are the areas do I need to look at that could be holding me back from my success? You know, what's the one big thing I need to accomplish? What's the one big domino I need to knock down to move forward? And what's the biggest thing holding me back from doing that? And looking at that collective body of effort, activity, and intention, there should be some things that if not glaring, glaringly popping out at you might be something that could be looked at you might have some things that you can explore and ponder and ask questions about. Ask yourself the difficult questions just to see because that self-exploration and reflection may be just what you need to identify, highlight, and raise awareness to some things that could be out of line. And as the saying goes, awareness is the first step towards change. So it's just part of that prerequisite. Hopefully this has been helpful as uh, as we look out at the second half and look to have our best year ever. Don't be bound by anything short of greatness. 
that's happened in the first half. It's just a measure and a recording of the events that have transpired. And the great news is at any moment, those things can change. And when we're looking to make those changes and struggle to determine which changes are best to make, it is all good and all okay. We just need to take a moment to reflect on that first half, what's taken place, what'd you see, what'd you do, where'd you go, how'd you feel about all that? And do you feel it was best now that you get the chance to play Monday morning quarterback and analyze it all? I'm wishing you all the best of luck and I'm wishing you all the best success and momentum building in your second half. Go through those steps, I'd love to hear some feedback on how well this strategy session has uh, has come has gone. I'd feel really excited to hear how this strategy session has helped you to achieve some of your goals as we work our way through the second half. So be sure to share those. Be sure to share this with a friend. And I can't wait to hear about the wins that you all get to celebrate. Until next time, thanks a bunch and have a great day. See ya.